All right, surgeons, let's do this. I am Kelly, thank you for being here. This is my first ever fitness mindset course lecture that I'm gonna to do today in room one. So thank you for joining me or thank you for joining me on the replay. Uh, I rolled my sleeves up because you guys need to see what's possible. Women don't get bulky, they just get sexy. Um, but even me, like I've been doing this fitness thing for like three years now and like I still have like qualms about showing you guys my muscles, mostly because I'm like, they're gonna think that they can't do that or they're gonna think I'm showing off. Point being, our mind, if left unmanaged, will like do those things to us. And what we believe about fitness and what we believe about our capacity for having fitness is incredibly important. And even when you have fitness in your life, I still think about those things, right? Like, why wouldn't I wanna show off my muscles for you guys? Why wouldn't I wanna show you what's possible? Why do I care if somebody thinks they're gonna judge me because I have muscles, right? So like, there's always an opportunity to manage our mind and fitness is just another topic that allows us to do that. So whether you're here because you wanna stop drinking or you want to stop eating junk food or you want to stop buffering with Netflix or you wanna bring something healthy into your life, any of these things is an opportunity for personal growth and for mind work and fitness is absolutely no exception. So I wanted to start by just telling you my story. I've been doing fitness at home now, probably my, my fitness drug of choice is Beachbody. Um, but I found that because of what I needed, right? So I have two young children and I am a full-time surgeon and I was going to the gym. I kind of dabbled in the gym, you know, my whole, my whole adult life. Um, but I was finding that like time away from them and to drive and to shower was a big, big problem. It just took so, so much time away from my kids. And I think one of our limiting beliefs about fitness is I don't have time to do this or I, that I don't want to leave my family to do this, kind of all those things, right? And if I stuck with that limiting belief and didn't figure out how to incorporate it into my house, then I would just wouldn't have fitness into my life. So realizing it is a, a limiting belief and it doesn't mean you can't do something about it. One of my limiting beliefs really was legitimately, I can't get a good workout in at home. And I know so many other people have that limiting belief. So where I wanna start with this is what your beliefs are around fitness, right? Is fitness for fit people only? right? What does fitness mean? Does fitness mean you have to run? You have to do yoga? You have to lift weights, right? Because it really means something different for everybody. Some people want to look a certain way. Some people want to decrease the risk of heart disease. Some people want to be able to lift their children. Um, I remember being on the ground after my second baby and like struggling to get up off the ground and being like, is this how it's gonna be, right? Am I just gonna struggle to get off the ground now and not wanting to get on the ground and play with my kids because of struggling to get off the ground. So that's where I started, um, which is important to know because like I, you, don't, you literally can't get muscles. I'm showing off my muscles for anybody listening on the podcast, sorry, <laughs> you don't get to see them. But um, you really get to deal with your mindset and for me, the mindset changed first. So a really important part of my story was me sitting on the couch probably after a long day and like looking at women with muscles and me being like, I'll work out when I retire. And I, I'd, I'd said that to myself a, a number of times, but it finally like it, a hot and caught for me that, oh my God, I'm actually literally just telling myself that I'll be fit when I retire. And that was like, I caught my own bullshit. I caught my own thought and I was like, 
that can't be my plan because at the time I wasn't even 40 um, and I'm not counting down my days till retirement. And I was like, that's probably not super healthy, healthy for me if I'm going to get fit once I retire. And what's that saying about how much I care about my fitness now? So like for me, it was kind of an aha thought that I finally caught myself having that thought. And I'm like, there's got to be a way for me to incorporate fitness. I was uh, following a friend, well, she's now a friend. I was following an anesthesiologist on Instagram who posts a lot of uh, fitness stuff and she had an accountability group. And so I was like, she's a mom, she's got a young kid at home, she's a full-time doctor. If she can do it, I can do it. And, and all I really needed was to see that somebody else who was me, right? A female, a mom, a full-time doctor who had kids at home. Once you see somebody who's like you that can do it, it kind of brings down the entire excuse that like everybody else is can do it, but you're like exceptional, right? Because you're having an exceptional life, you can't do it. So I saw her and I was like, holy crap, she can do it. She looks fantastic. She cares about fitness and she's making it work. So it turns out she was on Beachbody. And I think another thing, just, just to, de to dispel the myths of Beachbody, because that's my drug of choice, right? But it is literally not a multi-level marketing. I pay nobody. I drink no shakes. I sell no shakes. I just pay a one-time yearly thing. It's $140 for like this huge amount of um, exercise videos, right? So I because I didn't want to leave the gym, uh, didn't want to leave my house anymore, I wanted to figure out something at home and have the limiting belief dispelled that like I couldn't get a good workout at home. That Beachbody was super good for me. It's also very inexpensive. Like there's Peloton, people love paying money to get on Peloton, they love that, but Beachbody is $140 plus some weights and a yoga mat. Um, is all, that's like, so another limiting belief about fitness is it costs a lot of money or I have to buy a Peloton or, you know, whatever. You have to have an expensive gym membership of like, challenge those limiting beliefs of what you think you need to be the fit person. Um, so I, the first thing I would have you guys think about is what your limiting beliefs are. Number one, about fit people, right? What do you think about doctors who are able to be fit? Do you think that they're different than you? Do you think that they're more motivated than you? Do you think that they have something that you don't have, right? Because they probably don't. They've probably just worked on their mind. The other cool thing about fitness, for me, fitness came before coaching and mind work. But the mind work I needed to do to get fit got me here. And me realizing it was all my mind. I'm like, it's 90% mind work, 10% putting on your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what got me to be like, oh my God, there's something to this mind work. And my friend, the anesthesiologist, she, she told me when I signed up, she was like, you will not recognize yourself in a year. And I thought she meant like physical, you know, like, of course I'm going to recognize myself. I know who I am. Right. But it's like who you are becoming the fit person or becoming the person who figures out how to incorporate this into your life that's where all the growth is, right? I'm like, I've literally gained like n no weight compared to where I started from. Like I've gained, now that I'm, now I'm actually trying to put on muscle, I've actually gained probably like four pounds. So I didn't, didn't lose any, I've actually gained weight. My body composition's completely changed. I have so much more muscle, but who I am on the inside. And I think when we see fit people, it's the muscles that impress us, but people who actually know what it takes to become that fit person realize who they are on the inside, their commitment to themselves, their commitment to doing the work every day, the commitment to doing it even though there isn't a motivation there. And I think the other thing about what fit people know that not fit people don't know is that it isn't about motivation, right? Everybody's excuse or their thought or their limiting belief about it is, 
I just need the motivation. Where do I get the motivation? Like it's this product to be purchased and consumed so that you will then work out. And I would argue that stop thinking that motivation is even a thing. Um, you don't need it to work out. Fit people don't use motivation to work out. You'll get motivated sometimes. Like it's a, fitness is a great stress relief for, for me now. So now that it's in my life, like I want to do it. But certainly when you're changing your lifestyle and you're trying to figure that out, motivation is not something you're going to rely on. So I would say the first thing that we would do is write down all your limiting beliefs about fitness and just write, like literally write them down on paper. You can't think these things in your head and like make any progress in my opinion and science. So fitness is all your limiting beliefs, all your beliefs about what fit people are or what fit people have that you don't have and kind of just see where you are as far as why you don't have fitness in your life. And in me telling my story, by no means is this a, this is how you should do it. I don't know how you should do it. Everybody has different life circumstances, different you know knees that might be sore, different injuries from previous you know injuries. Um, so I'm not here to tell you that you have to do it my way. I'm here to tell you, you will change your life just by doing the mind work of figuring out why you're not where you want to be. So those are my, my intro thoughts on fitness is do a thought download on why you aren't where you are. What are all of your excuses, right? We'll call them limiting beliefs. And there's no bad thing to think about fitness or bad thoughts. They're just all thoughts. And at the end of the day, then you can say, are these thoughts serving me, right? Like my thought of I'll get fit when I retire, not serving my body, not serving me, me not being my best self by thinking that thought, right? So no thoughts are good or bad. It's just a thought that's in there. But once you dig it out of there, you're like, oh, that's some bullshit that I wasn't going to work out until I retired. Now it's completely ridiculous that I thought that, but, <laughs> but I totally understand that that's where people think because of all the other circumstances in our lives, right? We have full-time jobs. We have kids. We have spouses. We have books we want to read all those things. Okay. So the other thing about bringing fitness into your life is changing your identity, right? If you believe you're somebody, if you, if your belief about fitness is it's hard, right? It's going to be a lot challenging, more challenging, or the belief about fitness is I should, right? I should exercise more. I should lose 10 pounds. I should lift some weights instead of encompassing the identity change that comes with making it easier of, I'm a fit person. I'm figuring out how to incorporate fitness into my life. Um, I'm lifting weights because it's who I want to be. Kind of that identity change instead of doing it from like a pushy white knuckly way of should, should, should. Like women get shoulded on all the time, but like I should work out three times a week. I should lift weights. I shouldn't run even though I love running, you know, like all of those shoulds of like incorporating it into your identity of who I am, what I want in my life. How do I want to show up? I want to be a person that does hard things. I want to be a person who keeps commitments to myself. Bringing fitness into my life is a commitment to myself that I'm going to keep, right? So incorporating identity change into bringing fitness into your life can be very, very helpful as far as the kind of energy that comes with that to because you're because again motivation is bullshit motivation is not going to work so changing your mind and having the body follow so the other thing that fitness and incorporating fitness into your lifestyle does is it's a commitment to yourself right and why don't we have commitments to ourselves and figuring that out why aren't i prioritizing my 
body. I was out to dinner with my one of my partners. We were interviewing another surgeon. And he, I think he had ordered some steak and he just like threw up his arms and he's like, I just need a sharp knife <laughs> to cut his steak. And I'm like, this is such a surgeon. He's like, I need the right tool to do this job. Right. And I was, I was thinking about that and preparing for this fitness lecture of like, we need sharp tools, right? We are the sharp tool to do our job, to be the best lover, to be the best parent, to be the best sister, to be the best doctor all of these things we need to keep sharp tools and incorporating fitness and mind work into our body and how we how we take care of ourselves is bringing letting us be the sharpest knife that we can bring to the table which i thought was a great surgeon analogy the obstacles to incorporating fitness into your life are the way if you're like i don't know how to do it that thought again will keep you stuck right so if you think i don't know how to do it you can't really, then your brain's like, you don't know how to do it. Why do I even try to figure out how to do it, right? So realizing that I don't know how. Can keep you really stuck because your brain's like, well, why should I figure it out? You don't know how. She didn't ask me to figure it out. A way to get around that is to say, what are the barriers? Why Am I not having fitness into my life right now? And then your brain's like, I'll tell you 10 reasons why you don't have fitness into your, into your life. And then that's actually your how. Because the obstacles are actually the things that you're going to figure out, right? You don't become a person who is physically fit overnight without actually taking down those obstacles. So it's kind of, it'll give you your to-do list. So I'm just going to check one thing to make sure somebody is having trouble with the Zoom. Do, 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 do. Nope, they're all good. Okay. Um, so if then if you ask your brain, why don't I have fitness in my life, right? So then you say, okay, time, equipment, energy, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, don't know what to do, right? We say leadership. Um, another thing, this is, I'm only telling you what's working for you. Believe me, I don't make any money off of Beachbody. I pay $140 a year for Beachbody, but left to my own devices, I would literally be like, um, eight tricep presses and then a couple of push-ups, and I think I'm kind of good, right? So like left to our own devices, we don't actually know how to make ourselves fitter as an overgeneralization where I think, you know, Beachbody comes in for that. Is there like, here's a four week program for blah, blah, blah. And then it's literally plug and play and you don't have to do the mental capacity of like figuring out a workout or what you're going to do on Tuesday. You don't have to plan it out. It's already planned out for you, which helps with a lot of cognitive load um, in trying to like figure out what the heck you're supposed to be doing to be fit, right? Because if you truly knew what you were supposed to be doing to be fit, you'd be fit by now. But so having that leadership of having somebody else do it or an accountability group, to speak quickly on accountability groups in figuring out why I wasn't fit, me as the reason truly wasn't enough. It's enough now, right? I want the sharpest tool that I can have. I want to look as good on the outside as I feel on the inside. So I have enough now, but I didn't have it when I wasn't incorporating fitness. So what I figured out I needed was an accountability group. So I have a online, it's on, it's a Facebook group, accountability group where we literally have to post pictures of ourselves every time we work out 
and we'll be like, where's Mary been? Um, so it's a group of women all across the nation. I found it through, again, my friend on Instagram. So you guys can find accountability groups for whatever fitness thing you guys are doing. Because I was like, I'm going to show up for those ladies. That was working more for me than me showing up for myself, right? Because the showing up for myself includes not working out or me being like, ah, it's too hard or blah, blah. But I'm like, damn it, Mary's going to show up and she's going to post her thing. And it's hard for her too. So if she can do it, I can do it. So that accountability group, if that's something that's missing for you guys. And it, it for me, that was everything. I'm like, the fact that there are other people who are showing up and posting their pictures, that's, I'm then I'm going to do it, right? Because it wasn't enough for me to do it for me. And I still, I think I'll stay into the accountability group for the rest of my life. Because I worry that if I do, I spent my whole life not having a fitness accountability group, right? And I'm like, now if I got rid of that or said I didn't need it, like me just showing up for me, it's still, it's a slippery slope. I worry about me showing up for me sometimes. So that accountability group, I'm not saying you have to have it. I'm just saying, again, what works for me and being like, being responsible for like showing up to somebody else. And that's what, you know, I don't work out with my husband. He likes to do other things for fitness than I do. Some people have that already built in, in their house or they're in their town. You've got a fitness buddy, but if you don't pay attention to if that accountability would be something that kind of pushes you forward, because it could be really great. So when you start thinking about why you aren't in the fitness and you come up with your limiting beliefs, then you're like, oh, I get to work on time scarcity. I get to work on why don't I have time? Is it because I'm watching Netflix? Is it because I feel like I have to get, make my kids breakfast every morning instead of hiring a nanny? Um, you know, whatever it might be to be like, what in my life am I thinking is more important than fitness, right? Um, because that's really what it is. It's just prioritizing. And if you prioritize yourself and fitness last, that will be how your body is. It'll be like, well, my body is a representation of my priorities and it'll be number six, right? I'm not saying your body has to be number one, but if it's number 10, check out what those other priorities are to see if those are things that you can actually, do I actually need to watch Netflix every night? Do I actually need to wake up at six instead of 5.15? to get that time in, right? A limiting belief for me on fitness was, I'm not a morning person. And I'll pay attention to that thought, if that's one of your thoughts, because I'm not a morning person feels like a fact. Like it's like, well, my I checked my fingerprints and the fingerprint says not a morning person, right? It is, that is a thought. And it might not be serving you if you're trying to figure out how to get fitness into your life. I did not work, I always worked out after, school was done or at the end of work or whatever. And then I had kids and I'm like, I'm bone tired. And I just want to hang on the couch and chill with my husband when the kids go to bed. And I kept waiting to get enough energy to work out at night. And it wasn't happening. Number one, I was waiting for motivation. Number two, I was expecting to have energy after working my ass off all day long, right? Which is ridiculous. So for me, I had to challenge the thought of I'm a morning person and to be like, what does that mean? Is that actually true? And to actually start waking up in the morning. And the other thing is when you wake up in the morning, uh, all the thoughts that go through your head of like, it's too early. I should just stay in bed. This bed's so comfortable. You can listen to all those thoughts and choose to get out of bed anyways. And I, me and my fitness group talk about it. It's like, you hit the alarm, you the brain starts giving you thoughts and you're like, not today, brain. I got some shoes to get into. And just like hearing those thoughts and going anyways, because you're keeping a commitment to yourself and your accountability group. So time scarcity, awesome thing to do mind work on, awesome thing to get coached on. 
uh, I need equipment, I need fancy equipment, look at all the fit people who have Peloton. I'm not bashing Peloton. Like if I loved riding a bike, I'd probably get a Peloton. I'm just saying if that's your, your, if your limiting belief is finances, challenge the limiting belief that you need an expensive piece of equipment to get fit. Uh, and I get coached on that. Energy, our energy is limited. I talk about energy with sex too, because if you're putting sex or fitness up against going to bed, the going to bed might win 92% of the time. Um, because you're drained, you're expected to have like energy to do this thing that takes energy at the very end of your day. And why are you choosing to say that that's where it needs to happen, right? So respect the fact that we all have limited energy. You're not supposed to have energy and motivation to work out after everything else in your life is done at the day. And kind of, again, challenging that morning thing might help you get there. Um, the other thing about fitness that I think is super important to pay attention to is the all or nothing mindset, which I think surgeons are pretty good at the all, like, ah, it didn't work, so it's all fucked up. <laughs> you know, like, well, it didn't work once, so it's never gonna work. Uh, I can't work out for 45 minutes today, so I'm not gonna work out at all. I can't get my half an hour program in, so I'm not even gonna stretch for 10 minutes. Kind of that all or nothing of like, if I can't do it, per it's also kind of the perfectionist tendency, right? Of like, if I can't do this perfectly, or if I can't lose those 10 pounds in six weeks, or if I can't, it's like, if you can't do it perfect, it's not worth doing, which for fitness, that's bullshit. It's something to be coached on. Um, fitness is just moving your body. Sometimes you just stretch. Sometimes you just, maybe in, if you only have five minutes, meditate then instead of doing nothing. So that all our mindset of like, ah, I didn't work out this week, so I it, see it doesn't work. Instead of being like, oh, let's, let's pick that apart. Let's learn from that and watch out for the perfectionist tendencies in the fitness realm because our perfectionist tendencies limit us which is it got us where we are but it limits us to where we want to go because we're we're afraid if we can't do it perfect then we're gonna fail some days you can lift heavy some days you can't lift as heavy it's okay that's just life it doesn't mean i should stop lifting weights okay so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go from person who doesn't work out to a person who works out see she's got nice little muscles on there um, and then what you do is you do a, th you do, after you do your thought download is we pick a model, the model of why you are where you are, right? Circumstance and your thought about working out, right? Whatever it might be. I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't know how, whatever that thought is just to realize like where you are. My, my thought was I'll work out when I retire. That was my thought that I had to figure out. Um, so just to do my thought model on that, C would be, oh, I wanna give you a specific C, but my C would be like busy surgeon mom. Yeah, that's my C. Okay, C is busy surgeon mom. My thought is I'll work out when I retire. My feeling is, oh, I'm kind of like apathy or resignation, resignation. My action with resignation is I wasn't even trying to figure it out, right? Like resignation, my action would be like apathy, being, that's a feeling, getting stuck. No, resignation is no attempt. And the result was not working out. 
right? Thus proving, plus proving my thought. Um, so let's do where I am now, right? So still a busy mom surgeon. And my thoughts about that now are, um, I am a fit person, I think would be a thought that's true for me right now. I am fit. And that feeling is confident. And then the actions for that is, um, don't beat myself up when I don't have a perfect workout, right? Um, another one is workout when I don't feel like it. Uh, another action might be, um, I love talking about fitness. I love talking to people about fitness because I am a fit person. Of course, I love talking about it now. And then the results are I'm a, I'm a fit person. I incorporate fitness into my life. Okay, actions. All. So how do you get from where you are to where you want to be, right? Sometimes it feels like a very big, broad jump. And so I put these little square boxes on here to say, these are all the steps, right? Or all these are all the bridge thoughts. Cause you can't just go usually, sometimes you can, but sometimes it's hard to go from I'll work out when I retire to I am a fit person, right? So all these kind of bridge thoughts of I'm challenging, uh, I'm challenging my current thought. I'm learning how to incorporate fitness. I'm learning how to be accountable. I'm learning how to show up when I, even when I don't want to. I'm learning how to get out of bed in the morning when the alarm rings. Kind of all of those steps that get you to where you want to be. And that the middle ground, what, what Brooke Castillo calls, uh, I think she calls it like the river of shame or the river of pain or something like that. It's like, oh, river of misery. Okay, she calls it the river of misery. So the work you have to be do between I'll work out when I retire and I'm a fit person is your river of misery, right? And that's where all the personal growth, people think the personal growth happens once you're this fit person. The personal growth happens in learning how to become that fit person of like learning how to be okay with waking up before your spouse gets out of bed, right? That's because that might be part of it for you. Um, that's where all the personal growth happens. So in the figuring it out. So when my friend said, you won't recognize yourself in a year once you commit to fitness, she wasn't really talking about the muscles. She was talking about who I became as a person who incorporates fitness into my life. Um, and then you show other people what's possible, which is very, very cool. So turn each obstacle into the thing to be solved. It literally will tell you how to do something. You can do that for fitness, money, stopping, buffering, all those things. So I hope you guys love this. I love talking about mindset. I think fitness is just one piece of it. I think our beliefs about fitness and who we are and who women are who are fit are incredibly important. Um, realize all of your thoughts are not real. Some of them are bullshit and some of them aren't serving you even though you've had them a long time and they feel very facty to you. So text in what you what's good, what's not good. If you guys want me to do this again, I'd love to probably do it quarterly, get all my fit uh, ladies and Enjoy the process. Enjoy moving the body. Enjoy becoming the best version of yourself. Love you all. Bye-bye.